Welcome back to our Venture Sprout podcast, where we feature spin-ups and new codes that Vizient members are developing and launching across the country. I'm your host, Crystal Mollis, Vice President of Digital, Virtual Experience, and Ventures at Vizient. On this episode, we're continuing our discussion about BeWell Connected Health. Joining me today is Kristen Valdez, founder and CEO for BeWell, Dr. Imran Andrabi, president and CEO of ThetaCare, and John Locke, chief digital transformation officer at MedStar. Kristen, can you talk about who's on your team there at BeWell and what the key focus of the team is right now as you guys are advancing and growing the BeWell platform? Oh, absolutely. We have a phenomenal team. People always have asked me in interviews, what's your superpower? And I always tell them it's building high-performing teams. (laughs) So we've been very fortunate that some of the top talent in the industry has come on board to be well because of the mission. I think we all know that healthcare is highly fragmented for consumers and it's confusing and it's overly complex, but really for no good reason. (laughs) And so We've been fortunate to be able to recruit in top sales leaders from organizations like Allscripts and Vivify. We have a team of folks that I've actually had the good fortune of working with for the last 15 to 20 years that have come on board to help me with this mission on BeWell, who were there watching my experience with Bailey. And we also have our chief technology officer came out of the travel industry, Expedia and VRBO. We were specifically looking for folks that were experts in double-sided marketplaces and who understood scalability of of platforms. Our innovation and strategy officer is at the forefront of helping to define what consumer buyer and consumer directed data looks like. We have a regulatory team that helps us to shape and have a voice in the regulatory market or the regulatory frameworks that are changing to push towards consumerism and to push away from fee-for-service and into value-based care. I'm a big believer that you need to be heavily involved in the regulatory framework that you operate within. And we are in one of the most exciting times times in healthcare that we've ever seen as we're starting to see consumers be pushed directly to the center of their healthcare, something we've been talking about for a long time. But consumers can now be the custodian and director of their own data. They can actually, with direct contracting, determine where their premium dollar goes and who they want to care for them. But one of the other things that we know is that consumers need choice. So we built our team with expertise. We actually just brought in a chief information officer who is an expert in data science and healthcare, which is relatively new when you think about industry maturity and really understand streamed data. So we have been able to bring in some rock star talent from all across the industry, all aligned to the same goal, which is that we needed a net neutral platform that empowers from a consumer perspective choice, but from a business perspective, configurability and the ability to turn on and turn off solutions as healthcare continues to adopt and change, whether it's from a regulatory perspective or a technology one. I think it's just fantastic how you built this team from a diverse perspective across industries. And John, I'm going to actually come to you on this one because I think you have experience out of industry as well, not necessarily in healthcare. So how do you respond to that philosophy and the approach that Kristen has taken as she's built a very diverse team that's come in from really across multiple industries? Any perspectives from your point of view on that? I think it's really important as we evaluate startups, whether it's for investment or for partnership in any industry, is to actually understand the team and where they come from and what perspective they bring. I think what's really powerful about what Kristen's done and what we've seen in other really successful businesses is that you have to have the core knowledge of at least part of the industry you're serving, right? So you have to have a number of team members who have experienced the work, who understand the complexity of the work they're undertaking and can talk to the clients, right? Because if somebody 
somebody comes into MedStar and can't speak with our clinicians and other caregivers well about what they're doing and doesn't really understand the problems and they're going to get no traction in the first place. At the end of the day, outside of industry, meaning you look out at almost every other industry in America, probably around the globe, almost all of them have essentially migrated to a platform strategy, an interoperability strategy, and this desire to have free data or liberate data from legacy platforms and use that in a better way to serve customers. If you have been in any of those other industries and you've seen the migration, you understand what's happened to the cost curve, the complexity curve, and even the technology curve. And so we think it's critically important that Kristen's built the team she's built. We actually find them to each have a unique perspective that they can bring to the table in our conversations. I'd say that in the heat of the moment, I wish we had more time just to reminisce and talk about our own experiences, but it's been a great, great experience so far building this. And I think particularly how they were able to respond quickly for us during the COVID pandemic, that could not have happened if you didn't have the diversity and the group of people that work for BeWell. It just wouldn't have happened. Well, let's dive into that COVID piece just a little more. Kristen, talk about how you guys have had to pivot during the COVID pandemic and what you've done to help your partners and communities serve better during this time. Sure, I'm happy to share our experience. We learned pretty quickly that across all of our client base that we had some pretty singular needs when it came to COVID. BeWell actually services more than providers. We also service self-funded employers, insurance companies, and retail pharmacies as well. We heard from all of our customers that one of the prominent needs back in March when states started to shut down was that they needed a way to get fact-based information out to the communities and their employees that they serve. There was a lot of misinformation out there and a lot of people were scared. And so they asked us to very quickly configure the application to implement things like the CDC symptom and triage checker to help give them tools to communicate with employees on which offices were open, which offices were closed. And then we transitioned into a essential personnel, helping our customers with their essential employees and even frontline healthcare workers to do daily check-ins where every day before coming to work, employees could attest to the fact that they had not been exposed and that they were not symptomatic through a series of questions. And if they were, where to go to get testing and when it was appropriate to come back into work. This helped all of our customers understand what employees they had working and looking at capacity management. And when it came to frontline healthcare workers, this was particularly important given what was happening within COVID in various states at a different time. We then shifted naturally into COVID vaccine scheduling. We knew that there was a lot of bad press out there around websites that were crashing and that were not user-friendly when areas would release COVID appointments at 2, 3, and 4 in the morning where they would be gone by the time somebody woke up who was desperate to find an appointment. And so like all journeys that BeWell maps, we wanted to do something that was a people pleaser, something that helped folks understand that we had their back. And what we did was we created an infinitely scalable pre-registration area open to the general public where anyone could come in and put their name on a list and give us the defining factors to help us know when they qualified for vaccine based on changing state guidelines and also that helped with our health systems to manage inventories of vaccine supply so that we could very quickly when someone pre-registered send a text message and let them know that they were on the list and that we would communicate with them when it was their turn. 
we update every single week to let people know they're still on the list and whether or not they qualify and if we have inventory to service them. And then, of course, when it is their time, we send them an invite and access code that allows them to go into a system where they can select the location and the best appropriate time for their vaccine appointment. And then, of course, we can follow up with a text to give them directions and let them know how to get to that facility and include reminders. We've received hundreds of testimonials around what a solid and nice process it was to go through because for the first time, consumers felt like someone was communicating with them and that it wasn't on them like a full-time job to go search and try to seek out whether or not they were on a list for vaccine and or when they would be eligible or when supply would be available for them. So we've been able to support our customers by testing configurability of the BeWell platform very quickly. Each of these new enhancements took us about two weeks to get from nothing to a full production deployment. And it's been really helpful to not only learn and partner with our customers on this, but also to plan for the future. So should this happen again, that we would be ready and our technologies could support anything from a flu vaccine to a COVID booster shot or any other need that their populations may need. Crystal, I would say yes to everything Kristen just said. And I'll just start on the front end of the pandemic. And I know John Metstar has done a great job along with BeWell on the vaccination side. So as the pandemic hit, it was a blessing to have somebody like Kristen and BeWell a partner at that time. And we were just about to launch BeWell and we actually pulled it forward and said, let's go do this with our team members. And originally we were going to launch BeWell and be within our team at ThetaCare and then go to our ACOs and then go into the community. And the pivot really happened where we went from our team members into the communities so that we could enable people to do exactly what Kristen just said, be able to know where to go, how to access information, how to check in safely and know who's going to be available from a capacity management perspective. At one point in time, we found ourselves with approximately 250 plus nurses out at one time when the hospitalization rates were going up and having that insight and being able to manage it was extremely, extremely beneficial for us. So without somebody like a Be Well for us, many of those things may not have been possible during that time. And it's caused us to obviously learn a lot in the process and be available not only internally for our organization, but also for our community. Fantastic. And John, how about your perspective? Yeah, I think for us, we were just in the middle of launching our formal platform. We had just gone through some UAT testing and we're ready to launch and the COVID pandemic hit. MedStar, we took this approach that this was a really a great way for us to test what we'd been saying, which was that the consumer really wants someone who can act as their trusted advisor, letting them know about things that they may need to do. But in this case, letting everyone sign up who is interested in potentially receiving a vaccination, being very clear with them about the limited supply, even our ability to set up enough appointments for the amount of demand we were seeing. And then as the vaccine supply came in, we would notify them and give them options of different places that they could go within our system. I think that for us, we learned a great deal. As Kristen said in her remarks here, this was two weeks and we went from one different use case to one that was really tested the total capabilities here of our teams, what we were after, and even the sort of premise upon which all of this was based, which is that how do we connect providers and consumers, patients together at the right time, at the right place, 
And it was just overwhelming. And I think one of the best stories is that the first person who booked, and I'm not going to claim that because I wasn't sitting in the room with them, that they did it themselves, but was more than 100 years old, the first person who booked using the platform. When you have something like that, and you're getting these notes from people in their 90s and early 100s, talking about how easy we made it and how we took care of them. We even had somebody come back to us and tell us, look, I wasn't able to get my vaccine through you, but I appreciate it so much that you kept in touch with me. You told me that you didn't have the supply for me yet, but if I wanted to stay on the list, please do so. And said to us, it was just an exceptional experience. And we're really happy and excited about what we were able to do with Be Well here. We received more than a half a million registrations through this process. And so far on the platform, we've scheduled more than 40,000 appointments. So really big numbers for us. That is extraordinary uptake in your community. That's amazing, John. Thank you for sharing that story. So Kristen, as we wrap up this podcast, can you tell us a little bit more about what's next for Be Well? Yeah, I'm happy to. So we are in full scalability mode. So we have been able to test out our platform across multiple industry segments and lots of clients, and we're looking to scale. So for folks that are thinking about digital transformation or are looking for a solution to help expedite their interoperability or their ability to bring all of the solutions and experiences that they offer to the populations they serve together, we'd love to have a conversation. We're going to be focused this year on adding in all of of the payer interoperability through FIRE, because as you know, from a regulatory perspective, the timelines are coming due in July for patient APIs. We are certainly have a number of folks and early adopters who are already connected, but as others come online, we're going to be adding those in. So always having the most live connected health data sources that are out there. And we're going to be focused on integrating additional partners. One of the things that we saw expedited within COVID is that consumers really need to access healthcare like they would a drink from a vending machine, right? Anywhere that fits into their lives, they're going to need to access. And so we think about that as in-person, virtually, and digitally. And so creating and expanding our marketplace of solutions for things that people can do in home, but that also align back to evidence-based guidelines. So as an example, being able to do depression screening through digital, where you don't have to be in the office. Or if somebody doesn't want to come in for their colorectal cancer screening, being able to send them an FDA approved test directly into the home and then bring that back into the EMR and to follow through with the quarterback for their care, helping them to drop into retail pharmacies and maybe while they're there, get their blood pressures read or have their hemoglobin A1C or microalbumins drawn. We think about this as connecting the ecosystem so that consumers can move towards quality and towards value anywhere that they are that fits into their lives. And so navigating beyond just the doctor's office, but into and across all of the areas that they experience as they navigate their everyday lives. And so we'll be focused on that this year and we'll be excited to share more with you. Great. Thank you, Kristen. Any final thoughts from the three of you that our listeners should know that we haven't discussed today? Kristen? No, thank you so much for having us and for allowing us to share a little bit more about our platform. Digital transformation is certainly here. And while consumers are focused completely on convenience, and we do and have already seen that when we can make accessing healthcare as convenient as ordering a pizza, that consumers will come in and they will utilize these tools. So for folks who haven't already thought about their digital transformation or want to learn more, we're happy and open to have those conversations about the experiences that we've had. And for those who are already on their journey, we'd love to talk with you too and see if there's a way that some of the tools that we've pulled together can be helpful in that journey. 
Crystal, for me at ThetaCare, I would say Be Well has just been a tremendous partner from day one. Kristen is a transformational leader. Be Well is and will continue to be a critical part of our transformation to a population health organization. And all the things that you heard about today and many other things that are part of what I started my conversation with around getting rid of the friction, getting rid of the fragmentation and the silos and the interoperability issues, this is how we get there. And I love the idea of making healthcare as easy as ordering pizza. That would be the day. It gives me a tremendous amount of hope that partnering with somebody like Kristen and the team that she has put together, that we may actually be able to do that in our lifetimes. I would just echo what the comments Imran made. I would just say, as you are considering digital transformation and the pathway you're going on, be really careful to not just choose the interface that feels like the right interface for the consumer. For example, don't just choose a company based on the fact they have an app that they can white label and call yours. Be really conscious of what you're going to get through having a relationship with a real platform that can liberate the data from your existing systems and really deliver that data in a way that takes care of getting rid of the noise and just bringing the valuable data to bear through those interfaces. Because I think that UI UX is really important and I don't want to take away from it, but really having access to that data layer and how that data layer gets used to really inform care is a really important thing to think about. And I think it's one of the reasons why BeWell will be successful going forward and certainly be a big part of what we're doing. Great. Thank you all. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. And to our audience, thank you for listening to this episode of the Venture Sprout podcast. If you are a Visient member and subscribe to our network offerings, we encourage you to register to attend our full experience on the new digital frontier as we explore healthcare spinups and new co's. This experience includes additional podcasts featuring the new co's and a matchmaking venture summit. In that summit, we will feature several member spinups and give you the opportunity to have one-on-one conversations to explore relationships that could lead to investment opportunities, co-development, and or a buying opportunity with these companies. So if you're a C-suite leader, you've received an email from us to register for these events. We look forward to seeing you there. 